Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, uh, having to <laughs> having to get to uh, a um, an office offsite at early. Yeah, we man, were... I complain about this every single day, What's don't that? I? What's up with that? Oh, and, and you know, those of you, I, I'm not typically a complainy kind of person. She's not. She's I'm not. typically not. I and I don't have a problem waking up early, but it's just, uh, you know, getting in and and uh, all of the things, all of the trappings, all the stuff that has to be, you know, and yeah, we're we're like ready to go, and I'm like, are we on the right internet? Mm. Yeah. no okay. yeah. well there's also the thing about um mm -hmm. we've been living in florida too long like this morning we come running out like oh we didn't allow for defrosting the car like you know that's not something well, that wasn't something something about. i lived expecting. in oklahoma and forever <laughs> forget you gotta, you gotta allow for frost time oh yeah um uh yes yeah. that and um you know love visiting family all of the things had a really lovely visit with a, a cousin that, yeah, one of my that cousins um, from... I've never met before. And, and, uh, you know, just, yeah, it's, she it's great. Cookies. She brought biscuit Cheetos. Oh yeah. Don't tell them what it is. Who can, anybody of our listeners out there who can tell us what a biscuit Cheeto is, chime in there and uh, put it in the comments hey. and win bonus points. So, uh, be, I mean, I'm not going to, can I, can I continue with a story about biscuit Cheetos? Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> So I was told last night over dinner that, um, that biscuit Cheetos are really great with coffee. And so, um, I, I was the last one out of bed, which mm -hmm. again is not normal for me. Right. And it's been happening more often now that we've changed time zones. Um, so I'm the last out of bed and I, you know, come rumbling out and I'm usually like this when I first get up though. And it's like, hi guys, good morning. And they said, do not put creamer in your coffee till you've had a biscuit Cheeto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I had to, you know, it was like ceremonial, a dunk, yeah. taste, taste. Mm, this, it really was good. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> good morning, Bill Elizondo. <laughs> Bill Elizondo Bill, probably knows what a biscuitito is. What a biscuit I, I ask a lot of people of Spanish upbringing what a biscuit, and they don't all know what a biscuitito is. So mm -hmm. it, it might be, be just our family or our region, whatever, but. <clears throat> You're, George, George, you're just George, mean. Rub it God, in. Don't, don't do that, George. <laughs> For those who can't see the comments, he said, I don't have to defrost my car I'm in, in Tampa. Mm. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, we're yeah. aware. So the Biscuit Cheeto, delicious. Um, and I did not realize when, um, you know, because I've heard about Biscuit Cheetos and I've had, I've had them, but mm. I didn't realize that there's alcohol. They add alcohol to these biscuits. And, um, I mean, and it, I mean, it's really quite tasty. And Is it and, a biscuit or is it a cookie it's kind of a between a biscuit and a cookie and uh, they're they're delicious all know. i can tell you is that i say. only ate them at cookie time i never <laughs> ate them with a meal <laughs> yeah so the okay. other thing um it, <laughs> it was like we we're getting ready to go and i'm like where are my glasses all right those of you who wear readers and these are readers um uh i uh i typically um 
Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. Good morning. Glad you made it for yeah. a um, story about the glasses. So, so I thank you. <laughs> I, I find it interesting. I don't know. Um, so, I, I, uh, those of you who wear readers, you usually need more than one because you don't wear them all day long. Good morning, Shelly. Um, Shelly. You, you wear them when you need them. And this is one of the cases that I, I mean, I need them to be able to kind of see the stuff that's happening. I mean, what kind of mess would we be in if I didn't wear glasses? I can't see any of it. So I'm like, we're getting ready to go. I'm like, where are my glasses? And they're not next to the bedside where I normally keep them. And so they were in on the counter in the kitchen. And so I put them on and they're like, they like we're okay. Um, how, yeah, which, whichever way they, they, they landed on my face like this. And I went, this is unacceptable. <laughs> so on the drive over here, I'm like bending. Okay. But, um, back to the thing, glasses. I, I usually, I buy them in the gross. I have multiple all the heck over the place. And, um, so she's exaggerating. Uh, she doesn't I, buy them 144 at a time, but she does buy them in bulk. Yeah. Um, Bill, yes, yes. they are sugar, a cinnamon, sugar, cinnamon, and alcohol and a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> some lemon. You got to put some lemon. lemon. And we found out that that's like a secret ingredient and Mexican, um, Mexican, Mexican vanilla. vanilla. You just gave away the whole family secret. No, Mexican sorry. Vanilla. See, now this is just going to drive, this is going to drive me insane. Yeah. So I usually have a ton of them. I had them in a bag. That we we were in a hurry when we left Tampa, and we were in a hurry, and um, you know, just all of the things. And that bag was supposed to get shoved into one of our suitcases. And guess where it is? Mm -hmm. It's in Tampa. Yeah. In an air, you know, yeah, yeah, it's in Tampa. So I have one pair of glasses. <laughs> and oh, I was boy. like, dang yeah. it! Life gets complicated. Sometimes. I yeah. Oh, Bill. Yes, it, they're at least in the Rhodes or the Trujillo family recipe. There is alcohol. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we'll have to, I'm, I, apparently it's a family secret, so I can't share the recipe. Sorry, guys. I know no, everyone now wishes they it. had a biscuitita with their morning coffee. Well, she runs the risk of being disowned by the family. I, mean, <laughs> I just barely got in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to do that. Um, just, uh, <clears throat> just a little, uh, we are, we are in the process of, um, of for conferences next year and all of that fun kind of stuff is we're, we're going to get, um, for the morning show coffee mugs made mm -hmm. that say the morning show on them. How, how uh, appropriate would that right. be? So, you know, when, when we all hit the conference circuit, come find us. Yeah. Cause we'll probably have some coffee mugs unless everyone runs, you know, and if you have extra glasses, bring them. Cause I likely will need them. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, what else do we have before well, we... we need to make the announcements about next week? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I would look at the schedule because I thought you told me that we had somebody on Monday and I don't see that. Okay. Well, it's schedule. because it's not on your calendar. Oh, it's I on see. my calendar. Mm -hmm. So um, next week um, we have on Monday, Mr. Brent Carmichael will be joining us. That'll be fun. And yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Um, you know, those of you who listen to our other podcast, um, uh, the gosh, these glasses. Where are you going, Bill? Bill says, Have a wonderful morning show. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's off to so. do something I, and enjoy. He's done yeah. with the 75 hard, so he's probably out to get a um, biscuits and gravy or with, he tuned with in a mimosa. Thinking, I thought this was a buy here, pay here <laughs> show, and all I hear is cookies and glasses. That's where he's going. So, he's okay. Leaving. Brent Carmichael will be joining us. Brent Carmichael is um, one of the moderators for NCM, which is like another 
20 group kind of, um, but he's been, NCM's been around since the forties, uh, fifties, something like 40s. that. Forties. Mm -hmm. They've been around a really, I mean, I, I think of all of the offerings in the, in this space, they've probably been around the longest, but he right now, um, uh, when we do the um, the other podcast, Tote the Note, it's where we kind of hit some of the the Meteor. more meaty, yeah, you know, more it's expanded, more serious a lot subjects. of times. Um, there's <clears throat> there's quite a few in there that that Jim and uh, Brent do either just the two of them or as like their co-hosts kind of. And so we're really excited to have him on the morning show. Absolutely. A little bit lighter. We can, you know, I I seriously enjoy him before we. Get yeah, rolling on he's, the tote the he's notes. Fun so he and is smart, smart dude. Smart, smart dude. So he will be joining us on Monday. And then the coffee guys will be joining us. Coffee car guys um, will be joining us on Friday. Okay. And so, you know, That'll it's like, good. hey, podcast. Podcast, yeah, scratch, yeah. scratch, scratch. Be <laughs> have you on? And yeah. and we um we were uh at, those of you who went to Super Forum, we were kind of like across from each other and um really high energy yeah. guys that they, they yeah. really are they just um, made me think i was in a coma <laughs> this, like, is, you know? this is jim and his excited <laughs> yeah, face right. so yeah, yeah we yeah. all yeah we know that yeah. um so yeah that's next week and then um we've got uh, the week after um uh, we've got monday friday guests as well check banana from um did i pronounce that right Banana. Banana. Um, from DPG mm -hmm. and uh and Buckeye yeah. will be joining us um uh the following Monday and then Maggie. Um on the twenty third. Maggie P. We had a conversation with her about how do you pronounce your last name? She Pugesic. says it's just Maggie. Pagesic. I'm going uh, with it. I'm yeah. just doing it. Um, from CNM coaching will be joining us. Not this coming Friday, but the following Friday. So mm -hmm. we, we've got a pretty good um, group of people that are coming in. And so hopefully um, I, just great stuff. I've really enjoyed all that they have to offer to um, the industry. Yeah, so yeah. how about you want to uh, get the document thing loaded up that okay. we created yesterday? He's going to talk I and I'm going to introduce you guys to the subject to of the day. Okay. So this came up because we had been working with a uh, client recently. And this is the kind of thing really we do all the time but we have a particular client that we've been working with that is really just we are mapping out all the stuff all the structure of their operation mm -hmm. and it's all part of a plan you know that uh, for their case involves you know many layers but but as we go through this with clients it's it's why i put the you know the topic for today was kind of like are you, are you buy here pay your people are out there out there juggling a lot like you know are you are you finding yourself juggling and i always say you know uh, dealers and buy your payer have a lot of balls to keep in there at one time. Oh, you got all yeah. these different departments yeah. and all these different elements to your business that, you know, some retail dealers wouldn't have. And, and lots of businesses just don't have as many moving parts as a buy here payer operation does. And obviously some of those um, moving parts are optional, but as we kind of go through there, there's a lot of things that we intersect. So a couple of concepts that I want to introduce for those of you not familiar would be a gap analysis like in business, you can perform mm -hmm. a gap analysis. And that's about just going through your business and identifying all the, the gaps. Like where where do we have any disconnect and gaps? So there's something that I just, I don't, this is probably a real word, but I'm starting to use the phrase disconnectivity. Like, you know, there's connectivity we all talk about, but in some place, places in our business, there's, there's a layer of disconnect or there's a level of disconnect in what we do. Mm -hmm. And it's not surprising because 
you know, when we go through this gap analysis and we also, a lot of what Michelle and I end up doing with new clients is going through what we call a SWOT or what is called a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T, which is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So when you start to stack all those things together, you know, you start to look at the gaps in the business and you think about, okay, so who's got this responsibility, you know, and, and just sometimes as you go through this, in fact, it a little, you know, side note, when Michelle and I were preparing this uh, document uh, just yesterday, I had sketched it out on paper and then she was kind of beautifying it, as we call it. <laughs> and as she created the document, I, I realized this morning, we completely left off service. Like, I, and that's because we don't work a lot in service. So it's why it wasn't necessarily front of mind for us. But it's like, wow, that's a whole department that some dealers mm-hmm. have that we left off of our table, you know, this mm-hmm. document. So, you know, she'll add that and we'll, we'll share this thing and make it available for you guys to think about, because this is, this is an example of how I'm very visual in what I do. Mm-hmm. And I like to see it. I like to sketch it out, map it out. And as I work with dealers, I find a lot of dealers, you know, see value in it too. It's like just being able to see the stuff and recognize. And I think sometimes when you throw all these pieces up there, you realize, oh yeah, there is a lot, you know, dealers are out there working with, and I'm, you know, we're working with a kind of a, a general manager in training, if you will. And, and one of the opportunities for this person is to help address all of this disconnectivity. Like how does a deal flow from sales to underwriting to collections? Like how does that mm-hmm. flow? And as we all know, there's often a lot of technology in that handoff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and is that technology all connected? Well, does that, does that, function well when we move it from our CRM to our underwriting. Good job. When you move it to CRM to underwriting, for those of you who stepped away, it's now on the screen. So you may want to bring your cup of coffee and come mm-hmm. back over and see this document that we created. But like I said, this one's missing service. We'll add service later yeah. and then, um, and, then and actually share this isn't the final um, version, but right. it's got all the stuff except yeah. for service. And so yeah. it's kind of just, I'll introduce, um, you know, folks that this is kind of when, when I think about a business, that section that you see at the top in blue, I, the way I described it, Michelle's like, I think of it this way in terms of what's, what's it look like to a customer? Like most of that section in blue is the part that the customer would really mm-hmm. see. Like the if they came in external facing, yeah. yeah, external facing things. Like if you think about what, um, what's the customer experience, if they drive by your lot and they pull in, you know, they, mm-hmm. they meet somebody, they buy a car or whatever, that whole thing is, is often, you know, part of that whole experience. So pre-sales inventory, sales, and, and you can rearrange this order, you know, in whatever way, but if you just think about the customer experience, there's pre-sales, all the stuff that we do before we ever meet a customer mm-hmm. or things that the customer observes before they're actually a customer. So an example of that for me might be merchandising, you know, how we merchandise mm-hmm. the lot. That's all part of somebody's responsibility at the dealership typically. So who has, who owns that, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and now we got obviously inventory sales, underwriting collections. Those are all things that we're all quite familiar with. And then I just like to introduce that pre-sales thing to remember. There's a lot of stuff we do before we ever meet a customer, you know, yeah. before we ever have that a customer. For, for the lot. Right. Yes. And so now when we start getting into business structure, you've got customer engagement, which these can again go in any particular order, but there's administrative and bookkeeping. So obviously there's a ton of stuff we could lump under administrative that can be 
petty cash management. That might be title work, that mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff that we might put in an administrative category that a person doesn't necessarily have to know buy here, pay here to sit in that role and, and do that job. Then there's accounting. We all understand sometimes that's outsourced, sometimes it's in-house, sometimes our accounting is has onboard general ledger and sometimes it's out yeah. <laughs> off-site, you know, it's, there's all this stuff. There's advertising and marketing, which you could say goes in Mm pre-sales. I mean, but it's often, it's some combination of technology and outside, you know, sometimes it's outside parties that are creating the advertising. You know, there's also marketing, which to me includes surveying customers and making sure we know that we're, Mm -hmm. you know, creating the right solution for customers, HR and payroll, compliance, compliance and legal. You know, those are things that we understand are or like you know, essential pieces yeah. and everyone in any business, any size, um, touches right. at some point. I mean, it's, it's like it, these are the, these are the, uh, these are the, um, uh, just the really important, uh, building blocks, mm-hmm. uh, per se of, of a dealership. And, um, yeah. Well, and part of what happens in this gap analysis is, I, you know, I started thinking about the, the things that we see often that are, that kind of fall into some cracks or these gaps because pick website mm-hmm. is website. So over on the sides, you see, we've got technology ancillary yeah, products yeah. like, um, you know, obviously reinsurance would kind of fall in the ancillary area on the left side, you got capital management. But when I think about just something like a website, so who does maintenance on the website? Is that an IT technology <laughs> thing or is it a marketing sales funnel thing? And the answer is yes. Yes. It's both, right? And, and more. Yeah, and and yeah. It's uh, depending on the size of the dealership, it's it's kind of funny because when we go through the SWOT analysis, we are going through all of these pieces. And because when we talked about juggling, that's like how many balls each dealer has in the air. I mean, that's a lot of balls in the air and depending on the size of the dealership, we'll sit down and and we're kind of going through all the things and it's and we ask as we go, it's like who does this? Who does this? Who does this? And smaller ones it's like me, yeah. me, yeah. me, my aunt does that one me my yeah my, or yeah and then and we go ask the aunt just, and the aunt says they're doing it like, yeah oh, they just like, told okay, you so, do it so yeah but you know. but here's the thing is that when you um you know i know when, when we're doing the swot analysis too is it's like where and where are your strengths mm-hmm. weaknesses opportunities and threats and this is this is really where we take a, a client through um, to just kind of analyze each part of their business and then decide, is this, is this a strength, is this a weakness, is this an opportunity, or is this a threat? And this is a really great structure for all of you out there. Where I'm going to um, make this available to this so that people can use it as a visual. And it's, you know, when we talk about working on your business instead of just in your business, this is kind of like a structure for you to start thinking, all right, pre-sales, where am I at on pre-sales? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my mm-hmm. opportunities? What are my threats? Inventory and going through all of those things. And then, you know, then you have a much more comprehensive, like these are the things. And then you start to prioritize, but this is, this is an, except for service. That was the one thing we need to to add to that. Um, but like I said, we don't, we don't do an awful lot of service consulting. So if you think about 
gaps in this in any of these processes. Mm-hmm. It's like that whole connectivity. Where do we have gaps or disconnective, mm-hmm. you know, pieces? Where do we have um, uh, sort of opportunities in terms of flow, like mm-hmm. inefficiencies? How well do these things hand off from one to the other? And I give you some other examples, like um, if I ask you about insurance enforcement, is that an administrative function or is it a collections function? And the answer again is. Yes. It depends on where you want to categorize that, but keep but it, it within that. But it has an impact that. on yeah. both. I'm saying yeah. it's you're, yeah. if you're making it a collections department function, then that adds mm-hmm. an administrative function to your collectors and it takes them away from collecting. So mm-hmm. these are all examples of the things that we help, yeah. you know, dealers sort through. And, and it's not, it's not always simple. Dealers no. all do business all different ways and there's no one answer. It's just that the, there are some answers that are more efficient than others. Yes. Yes. Right? And you know, when we, when we work with uh, deal, some of the bigger dealers, each one of these, these legs, there are, there is separation. There is like, this is the person, this is the stuff, or um, especially the ones in the center part there, you know, that we have someone that handles this and they might have a team or something with them. Um, and so, you know, like I said, when we, when we talk to dealers that are, are newer, it's like, uh, there's like two or three people that handle all of the stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is also something as you're thinking about hiring someone on, um, as, as like, what are the pieces that you want to take off your plate? Um, well, that's an interesting one. Vendor management should be added if it's, um, if it's I meant uh, to ask that not, question already. I don't to let have us know. any glasses. <laughs> if it's on the list, <laughs> I was yeah. like, so I I have some in Florida. I could mail you. Yeah. Facebook user. Facebook um, user. <laughs> Number one oh seven. Yeah. No, we uh, but, we appreciate yeah, that's, that. That's, that's and, and and anyone else that sees something that we're missing on here, but I you know point. we hadn't thought about vendor management um, because we are vendors too. But man, we need managing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I think to their point, vendor uh-huh. management is an layer besides just payables or, which you know we have payables yeah. in there in terms of you know uh accounting and oh, thanks, yeah so <laughs> sorry, like that, yeah. so yeah vendor management so and some of our vendors require more management than others so think, yeah. you 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 say you know who you, are. <laughs> um, anyway. you know who you are yeah, yeah. but this is a really great structure for as you as you start to grow your team um you know it's it's a good idea it's a good idea to not add another layer that does everything mm-hmm. that you add a layer as you're adding team members that are taking specific, they're taking ownership of certain things that are, are and it, it, it's that way as you grow that you, um, you know, it, there's uh, you, you have a better idea of like, okay, here is where we now have an opportunity. Um, you know, we, uh, and so we can add someone here and take this part or something from someone else that has three jobs uh, off of their plate as well. But yeah, it's just and a this really also good way ties to back. You can go that. back for those of you who want to take this on and start performing your own kind of internal gap analysis. Mm-hmm. You might also go back and look at the the three part series we did back in uh, I guess it was five part whatever month we did our management Monday. Oh yeah, because that also kind of ties into what we're doing with this other client mm-hmm. where we have to prepare the list of, you know, kind of who does what, mm-hmm. right. And who, who should be doing what at the, is what we'll figure out mm-hmm. at the end. But let's just start by making sure we don't have any gaps. Who's currently doing what, who's, who's the first responsibility. And, and that management Monday was, um, it wasn't necessarily about that. Mm-hmm. It was about, there's probably a lot of dealers out there. I don't have time 
to do that. Yeah. I don't have time to. And so that management Monday was all on um, time management, carving out the time to be able to work on your business instead of in your business. So if yeah. you're looking at this and it's a, it's a little overwhelming and you're like, I don't have time to, to do some kind of analysis on this, um, go back and listen to it was September. October, yeah, August, August or September, um, management Monday, um, on the morning show. And we, every week we would tackle something new and add a new piece of homework. And so if, uh, if having time to carve out to work on your business is a, a challenge for you, you can do that. And if, if you can't find it, reach out to, yeah, you probably do a search we'll, on YouTube yeah. for management Monday. I'll just yeah. come up there because we, uh, we, we had a handful there and there's, I don't recall if we put them in a playlist, but probably YouTube is the, is the yeah. way to go for that. But yeah, I think as we, Think through this, by the way, can, if we can just stop and say, if those of you still tune in, just um, maybe give us a thumbs up on, you like the subject? Is you, do you like the graphic? Except for the things we've left out. Because <laughs> Michelle some, needs a pat on the back. We, we yeah. need to give Michelle some reassurance this morning. So she had to get up early and she, she just needs a little motivation to keep going. So thumbs up would really do her a lot of good this morning. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not reason. I just want to know, you know, do you, because I think sometimes we bring this sort of dry stuff and I think, I don't yeah. know if dealers want to hear this. Like, yeah. I just, I want to hear from you. Do you think yeah. this is a, a wanna, worthwhile subject? We just want to make sure that we're resonating or that, it well, does, that there's value in some of the things that we, besides just listening to us banter and, and me laugh. And and this is, um, um this is the stuff we talk mm -hmm. about all the time with yeah. our clients. And I just don't know if people want to hear about it on the, on the morning show, but uh, we, like, we know our clients find a lot of value in it. So yeah. there's, there's that. So, and one yeah. thing we can also say, cause we're not sitting in front of a client, we can say, you know, some of, some people might watch this and say, Oh yeah, we got all this. And I'm thinking, <laughs> do you really, you got it all, you got well, all you these might have all covered. of it, but it's like I said, yeah. it's my, you know, the, this person's handling seven of these and this person is my yeah. aunt that might come in once a week or this is, and, um, so, you know, I just, as you, as you really start to develop and, and, uh, and, um, sharpen, and it doesn't matter if you are a very small dealership or a large dealership, mm -hmm. all of these pieces, it's really a good idea to do uh, a gap SWOT on all yeah. of them. And we, you know, we, when we go in and do a SWOT analysis, mm -hmm. one of the things on that list is obviously opportunities and weaknesses become opportunities. And I can just yeah, tell you, yeah, we've yet to do a SWOT analysis that we didn't come away with some, um, yeah. some opportunities on the list and typically oh, several, yeah. right? So, yeah. so it's and then just, it's just a matter of prioritizing them. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to hit first? Yeah, for what sure. What do you want to hit first? So, so I'm can, sorry, we Michelle, we have not a single thumbs up. I'm sorry. It's just I, we, people don't like No this. one likes it. Okay. I don't know. If maybe they just <laughs> they probably just don't like your graphic. I'm not That's sure. That's probably it. But, they might have preferred to see um, my handwritten sketch. So you don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. So no. Hey, Double H is hiring. What's that saying? In January. Would love a copy of the SWAT form. Oh, Thank cool. you, Jared. Very nice. Yeah, Dave, of course. I Happy to do that. that. Um, yeah. So, all right. We can well, wrap we'll, up. And we'll we'll be sharing this. Stuff. And then, you know, then we can also, I, I have a, a sheet for, for, it's really simple. It's like a, it's almost like the four square. Remember the four squares when you used to do I sales? Do. Yeah. Well, it's a four square and it's, you know, you're just kind of taking, uh, taking um, each of the pieces through and, and yeah. departments through all of the things. Um, and it's also a good idea for those, you know, when you say hiring, Jared, um, uh, one of the HR, HR is probably one of the things that I see that um, a lot of dealerships don't think about, mm -hmm. um, but it's really important. And so part of HR is doing, um, uh, 
is doing uh, reviews. Like, you know, uh, you hire someone new and then you, after their um, probationary or, or training period, their three months, you do a review. This is, we're going to keep you on or not. But it's it's important for most most employees mm -hmm. most people are out there to have some kind of like an annual type of review at least to say all right here's the things that we just really appreciate you doing here's the things that we think you could work on so if, if you hear that it's like here are your strengths here are your opportunities here are your weaknesses here are some of the things that we need you to work on right now. So doing a she SWAT said, need, type. Did you catch that? Need, she said, okay, need sorry. I would really, really, really. Well, actually, if you're if you're the boss, and it's like <laughs> oh, these see. are the things that we need. Is I'm I'm speaking. I'm the dealer. Yeah. Um. So doing that kind of SWOT analysis, um, with as like an annual review, is is really a beneficial thing to do with a uh, um, high tech red. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it stands for um, home run. Jerry. Yeah. And, you know, wor working in all the different places that I have through my career is I really appreciated when what they would do is they'd send they'd send me. It's like, do your own SWOT analysis. We're going to do one and we're just going to get together and talk about it. And right. it's like, what? how can we help you? What are the things you want to be able to do? What are your opportunities? All of that. So it's a great opportunity there as well. Yeah. Um, we should let folks yeah. get on to their work hey, on their Friday. Is, Don't oh, forget Friday. to join us. I didn't on even say happy Friday. Yeah. It's well, they're already gone. They're all off doing yeah, their thing. So right. just um, don't forget to tune in on Monday. We got uh, yeah, Brent, Brent Carmichael. We always really have a few laughs with Brent. That. We always learn a few um, things when Brent comes and, around. So and we have because I, I know you guys. This is this is something that you all um, very much so appreciate, and you know that you need to be reminded of. You have two more weekends before it's christmas eve yeah and Just i don't want, feel, I don't yeah, want folks out there to feel like they need to get me anything very expensive <laughs> like don't it doesn't have to be anything amazon gift card works yeah, well <laughs> listen it does, really don't feel like you need to spend a lot on me so yeah all right everybody hey thank you so much for uh, for joining us today and um hope you have a fantastic weekend and enjoy your warm weather or your cold weather wherever you may be have a great weekend. Glad we'll you talk tuned to you in. Later. Talk soon.